Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And welcome. We are live at the Cherokee Business Radio facility. (laughs) Welcome to Fearless Formula on Cherokee Radio X, where we talk about the ups and downs in the business world and offer words of wisdom for business success. I'm your host, Sharon Klein, and our guest in the studio today is a realtor who serves the North Metro parts of Atlanta, Georgia. She's very passionate about serving her clients with honesty, transparency, and a high level of customer service. And although she specializes in helping first-time homebuyers, she is here for everyone. So we want to say hello to Carlin Costo. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for having Hi, me. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today was because, first of all, the whole housing industry, right? Yes. For, for years. Yes. But you're still kind of consider yourself a bit relatively new yeah. to the industry. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your history? Yeah, so I uh, got into the business in uh, January of 2021, which was a crazy time to get into real estate. Now, a lot of people, they say, oh my goodness, what a great time to get into the business. And here I am like, well, little do you know, it was probably the craziest. I mean, I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. Uh, Business has been good, but you know, it has been tough. It has not been without challenge, let me tell you. So it's interesting because you started after the pandemic, right? Yes. So, well, when. Well, yeah, kind of during the pandemic. Yeah, right. so, so it I quit. started in the begin. In the beginning, it was what January, February, March of twenty twenty. One. Oh yeah, and then so the next that right. next January is when you started. Yes. What made you want to get into the industry? So I quit my full time job um, with a large retail uh, retailer in August of twenty twenty, and I have always been interested in real estate. Um, I m- some of my memories of growing up. Um, my mom and I and the neighborhood that we grew up in, we would always, they, for the 20 years that we lived there, they were still continuing to build houses. And so my mom and I, we would always go in and we would sneak into these houses like illegally, basically. You can't do that nowadays, but, um, we would go into all these houses. And I think that's kind of where my love of homes just started. And, um, you know, she kind of instilled in me this love of interior design, like, you know, one of our favorite, hobbies to do together is just go to all these home decor stores you know we're always at home goods um and so i don't know i just kind of fell in love with homes and interior design and i've always had an interest in that um and so yeah basically in 2020 um, when i kind of realized i couldn't go any higher up on the corporate ladder um i decided to get into real estate um and i had a good friend who we both know james um who was in real estate and So it just was very intriguing to me. I've always loved helping people. Um, That's like a huge passion for me. It kind of drives me with everything in my life. I just kind of, if I'm not helping, I feel like I'm not doing anything. And so it just gives me purpose. And um, yeah, it's a huge passion of mine to just help people. And so that's how I got in. Well, it's kind of cool, too, because I was thinking about this earlier, how you're a a younger person in this industry and you are dealing with veterans. And I I don't even exactly know what would 
some how long someone needs to be in the industry to be considered a veteran i mean you get a lot of these you know older agents who they are constantly boasting about you know being 20 years in the business and all this and all that's great but you know it's tough because i haven't had 20 years to be in the business i'm only 25 so you know when you're comparing apples to oranges it's kind of you know, it stinks. It's not the best. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely tough, um, especially because I look like I'm 16. So <laughs> seriously, like everybody, everybody questions my age. And so I feel like when you are younger and you're trying to be super professional um, and, you know, it's it's tough. People don't take you seriously when you look younger than you are. Um, like people are always shocked when I say I'm 25. They're like, oh my goodness, I would have never guessed. And I'm like, yeah, you know, get in line. <laughs> That's everybody. Um, but yeah, so, you know, just a few years. I don't know. Real estate, you know, it it's, it's not measured by the time that you're in it. It's more so, um, you know, your view on it and how serious you take it, um, in my opinion. Well, I imagine there's a huge degree of um, involvement with different realtors and um, sellers agents and buyers agents and what that must be like given your work ethic and then someone else's. So I imagine even at your age, having the perspective that you do and um, the passion that you do, having to interact with another agent that doesn't have sort of the same thought process about how important it is to be reachable and... um, uh, yeah. response responsive I guess yeah. is that the right word yeah. responding I mean, to you yeah I always say you know no two agents are the same so there's a lot of people that get into real estate and it's just a hobby to them um, and I'm not here for it to be a hobby this is my career this is my you know full-time job um, and I take it very seriously so um, you know it's tough when not every agent tackles or handles their business the same Um, A lot of people, you know, they don't care. This is maybe for fun for them or more so a hobby. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm trying my best. And (laughs) well, I think that's interesting. It's something to think about the fact that this is something that is almost like, well, with my extra time, I'm going to sell houses. Yes. Whereas for you and probably many other people, it's very serious. It's your Mm -hmm. it's your livelihood. Yeah. Um, It's your every day. I was thinking about this, too, how you don't ever get to say it's Sunday it's my day off (laughs) I know I know that's what I say a lot of times to um, anybody who's kind of looking to get into the business because you know I think a common misconception about the real estate industry is that we have a lot of flexibility which you know we do but we don't have freedom so I think that's definitely a misconception Um, you know yes are there Saturdays and Sundays where I don't do anything absolutely tomorrow will be one of those days I've got family coming in town and you know I just happen to have you know all my ducks in a row Um, but that's not every Saturday and real estate is a lot of times night times and weekends and so and I think that's you know another reason why it is you know it gravitates towards a lot of people who want to do it part-time Um, But, you know, this is an industry that it kind of takes, if you take it as seriously as I do, it takes your 100% of your focus and your energy and your time and you're constantly consumed. I mean, at least for me, I'm constantly consumed by it. I'm always checking the MLS. I'm always doing something. I'm either creating content or emailing or phone call, you know, just whatever I can do. Um, But yeah, it's definitely tough when there's part-time agents (laughs) and they, you know, there's a lot of agents too that'll only work nine to five. 
Um, but you know, I always share with any, anybody who wants to get in the business that yes, we've got flexibility, but we do not have freedom. Is there something that you wish you knew back when you were getting started, um, that someone could have told you that could have helped you out that you know now? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. Um, I mean, you know, I think that, and this is kind of a life thing that your mindset is everything, you know? Um, so if you don't have the right mindset, you won't be successful really in anything you do. Um, so, you know, I think that was probably the toughest thing, the, the toughest obstacle I had to overcome, um, last year with last year being my first year in real estate, um, that, you know, everything is kind of long-term, nothing is short-term, nothing is quick. And, you know, we live in a world where everything is, you know, instant uh, gratification. We want things instantly. We want them now. We want, you know, Postmates and Netflix and, you know, the next episode, the next season and whatever it may be. Um, And so I think that's so easy to just have the mindset of like, okay, what's my next thing? But for me, I'm constantly focusing on the bigger picture and the long term. And, you know, I think I've adjusted my mindset at least last year. It was a huge thing for me to do um, and to prioritize because truly, if you do not have that mindset that, you know, your real estate business is everything's for the long term, um, you will not make it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just get so beaten down emotionally. Yes, yes. I find the same thing for me when I'm doing voiceovers, when yep. I'm trying to I audition, 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 and I just do the best I can. And then you yeah. never, I just send it out there and just hope that someone likes it. And you just never know yep. if it's going to have anything yep. with fruition. Yep. I mean, obviously you learn everything that you're doing and probably every house you look at, you download something you like or not like about it, whether you sell it or buy it or whatever. Yep. But, um, I wanted to ask you as well, who who is a mentor of yours? Well, no, no I actually want to ask you about marketing a little bit, if that's yeah, okay. Absolutely. You had talked about how you have um, all of these different things that you're thinking about constantly. Um, right. And yeah. if you're not actually walking through a house or directly dealing with a client, you are thinking about your business. Right. What is that like? What do you have to do? Um. So are you asking more so for like, Let's say, like today, for instance, yeah, I did not example. look at any houses. Okay, so today, um, or at least for me, I always have some bit of content creation in my day. Um, that is very important to me and my business. And I understand, you know, the fact that consistency is key. So if you're not consistent, you know, you're not out there, you're not building trust or value with, you know, your customers. Um, And so I'm always wanting to do something, at least in my day, that benefits me. So whether that's, you know, connecting with somebody, um, following up with people who maybe six months ago said, hey, you know, I am looking to buy in August and I end the conversation by saying, "Okay, I'll follow up with you at the end of July. I make sure that, you know, I've got those things. Um, I will get things organized, uh, paperwork, you know, I do emails, whatever. Let's say if I'm in in the middle of a transaction, uh, you know, I've got to follow up with those types of things. you know, it's kind of just the day, day-to-day little tiny tasks that um, collectively form to build out my day. Um, now, I mean, the thing about real estate, like I said, there's a lot of flexibility. So, you know, I may not work eight hours in a day, but there are certainly days where I wake up and real estate's all I've done all day. So like given Um, you know, let's say I've got a few transactions going on at once. Um, that's a lot in a 30 day time spirit, uh, span to, you know, 
kind of sit down, organize, make sure all the time frames are going well. Um, anything in the contract that needs to be done is being handled, um, that I'm connecting with the closing attorney, the lender, my clients, you know, everybody on a regular basis. Um, but yeah, so really the only consistent thing I do in my day is going to be content creation. Um, so Instagram, that's really primarily where I live. I'm trying to go out to TikTok, but it's a little, um, it's a little intimidating. It's a little bit scary. So I'm trying to get there, but, um, yeah. Do you feel like there, um, I don't know if it's your generation or if it's, I mean, I think it's just the nature of our world is so social media. Yes, it is. Do you feel like there are some real estate agents or realtors that don't use social media? Oh, yes, absolutely. How hard is it? Is it harder for them? Do you think? I think so just because so I'm kind of one of those people that if I'm not learning and I'm not constantly growing, um, I'm not becoming better. So another thing that I do constantly in my day is I'm always listening to podcasts. Um, I'm always wanting to be the most educated Um, and like I said, if I'm not learning, then I'm not growing. So, um, for me, social media is integral now for another agent who let's say they've been in the business 25 years. Um, you know, it's much harder to adapt, but you've got to adapt with, you know, what, well, and I'll say this also, you know, maybe like a 50 year old is not going to be going after the same type of clientele that I'm going after. So I know my niche market and I know that, you know, my niche is going to be those first time buyers. Um, now, yes, I can help anybody and everybody, um, in the state of Georgia, but you know, just with my age, I know that those are the types of people who are going to gravitate towards me. Um, and so, I think that video is essential, um, especially short form video. That's kind of where everything is geared towards right now. And a lot of people my age, and I'd say most millennials, um, are going to Instagram or social media to find, you know, whatever it may be. So realtors included, um, you know, so... I think that it's a huge part of business, but not every agent does it. Some agents are definitely stuck in the older marketing ways. Um, and that's okay because, you know, everybody runs their business differently. Everyone's going to have a different perspective on it. Um, and no two agents are the same. So nobody's going to have the same business plan. Um, but yeah, for me, it's huge. Well, you're going to be helping me, I think, in the future. Yes. <laughs> Not I all will. radio hosts know how to do that either. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's so true. I got I you. I need to help, girl. I got you. Well, okay. So now, thank you. I wanted to ask you, who are your mentors? Who help, who help kind of guide you? I mean, I don't want to say nobody um, because, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't really say I've got a mentor. So I did have a mentor at my previous brokerage um, and she was wonderful. She was amazing. But, you know, like I said, there are no two similar agents. So it's really hard to align yourself with somebody else's business who you know you're not going to structure your business their way. So, yeah, they can have, you know, advice and ideas and they can, you know, kind of point you in a certain direction. But, um I think at the end of the day, it's really about asking yourself um, how you want your business to look and, you know, what's important to you, what kind of values um, are, you know, matter to you. Um, So, I mean, this is kind of silly, but a lot of my mentors that I 
or I guess would say people who I idolize and that I want to align my business with um, have podcasts and I listen to them. So, um, or, you know, somebody like Ed Milet, if you haven't listened to his podcast, I highly recommend. He is amazing, life-changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I listen to like Tom Ferry. I listen to Brian Buffini. I don't know if you've heard of Brian Buffini, but he is another huge real estate mogul. And he is kind of also in the space of like lifestyle and just um, living a good life. He just changed his podcast title to actually like living the good life or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, he's all about that. It's all, It's a lot of, you know, um, just wellness within as a person and um, always becoming a better person and just being smart and wise about business. And, um, yeah. And then, I mean, there's a lot of people, but there's, um, an agent, her name's Casey Rutherford. Um, I love how she runs her business. She is a lot of times on social media. Um, and that's kind of how she gets a lot of her clients. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like I said, I've had the one mentor, Karen, um, shout out to you, Karen, you're amazing. And I love you, but you know, it's definitely tough because, you know, real estate is a self-employed business at the end of the day. I work for myself and, you know, every agent works for themselves. So unless you're on the team, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's a tough question. Um, it is. Imagine because like you said, you've got a lot of different resources. Yeah. I love the notion of someone promoting, uh, um, a lifestyle of balance and health because Mm -hmm. I can imagine it's so important. Yeah. You don't have the days off. Like I was saying, so you could get sucked in at three in the morning because the house went on live or something. I'll be asleep at 3 a.m. But (laughs) I wish I were. Oh my goodness. Um, Well, I also wanted to ask you, what do you think has been the most challenging? Is it balance? No, I'd say the there's a lot that's challenging about real estate. And I think the most challenging part about real estate is that nobody knows how challenging it is. Um, you know, it's tough and you constantly have to, like I said, you've got to have the right mindset. You've got to understand that everything that you do um, is going to, you're going to have results in 60, 90, 120 days, you know, 365 days. I mean, I've had people where I've spoken with them for leading up to maybe about seven months before, you know, we, I just sold a house and that was like a seven month thing. Um, So that's really tough. I think the other thing that's really tough, and it's kind of funny because you mentioned this on your previous um, radio show, um, but is just feeling kind of, um, what's the word? Imposter syndrome. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's imposter syndrome because, you know, and especially with social media in this day and age, I never, ever want to come off like, you know, life is amazing because we always, we all have our, you know, tough times. We all go through things in life. Um, so a lot of times on social media, it can kind of come off like it's easy and it's fun and, you know, you're making all this money, which you're not. (laughs) Um, and you know, I think it's just, there's, there's several things that are challenging, but if I had to choose one, it would probably be the imposter syndrome. Cause I get a lot of times like, Oh my goodness, you're, you know, you're killing it. You're doing so great. And while I am, I am the toughest person on myself and I don't think I am, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. There's, there's a lot to real estate. There's so many pros and there's a lot of cons, but, um, I mean, 
I think just real estate as a whole, it's tough. You know, well, you compare yourself. Yeah, you <clears> compare <throat> yourself so much to other agents, and um, kind of like what I was just saying, a lot most agents that's what they use social media for. It's a, it's a you know shouting from the rooftops, look how great I am, because you want people to use you. Um, and I so I think that's kind of tough to see every day from all these agents that I follow. And you know, I love following other agents. I love connecting with other agents. Um, I think we can all you know help each other. I have several agents who I meet up with, you know, on a weekly basis to go get coffee and we just chat all things real estate. But, um, you know, it's tough when you're comparing yourself to people who are ahead of you who maybe got in the business five years ago. And, you know, I understand when you say it out loud, you can't compare yourself to somebody who's been in the business for much longer than you because you haven't had that time. Um, but, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And I try to just, you know, remember that always. And I try my hardest not to compare. But, um, you know, some days that gets you down and you've got that imposter syndrome that creeps up. Um, yeah, I told you, I think yeah. I, live, I live in imposter syndrome. Yeah, I, I think we all do. I wonder when they're going to bust down the door and drag <laughs> me out of here. How did they let you in here? Oh, my goodness. No, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> truly, I think there's an element of imposter syndrome in all of us. I think we all think that way. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to recognize you are awesome and you're doing your best. And, you know, your best might not be somebody else's best, but hey, you are doing your best and that is all you can do. So far, so far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just joining us, I am speaking with Carlin Costo. She is a realtor here in Georgia. And uh, I was thinking how um, the pandemic has made things so difficult in so many aspects of our lives, but in particular, it was just super, super hard on your industry. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what you've seen happen and I know it's changing even as we speak but that's yes. part of it right oh it's goodness. like so volatile and and unpredictable yeah yeah there's a lot out there right now about the market um and I mean you know real estate is so hyper local so me commenting is kind of more so about like Cherokee County because that's really you know like my hub um but yeah the pandemic I think you know we had a really slow moment in like March of 2020 and then by I think it was like June of 2020 things like sped up so what we thought was a terrible market in 2020 turned out to be an amazing market right so 2021 was the toughest year to buy which is weird yeah. when you bought and this year honestly this, I mean it has gotten tougher each year really so I would say I mean really this year has been the toughest I mean I've had buyers like way everything and still, just still yeah waving. it is insane yes I was but oh, okay but but we are no longer there really um yes you'll get my email newsletter <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah I mean we we have seen a huge shift like huge shift how in the long last is this shift yeah it was like a couple weeks so I mean you know nobody can predict uh all we can do is kind of look at the data of where we are at now but I would say um as for right now, and this is so, so dependent on the house, the condition of the home, the location, the price range. I mean, it's so different in the um, below 300 from the 300 to 500 and then from the 500 plus. I mean, even million over, it, all those markets, very different. They could be the same location, very, very different markets. So, um, you know, it's tough to say, but uh, I think with like, let's talk about interest rates, I guess. Um, they were so, so artificially low in the twos. I mean, that is artificial. That's not, you know, 
that's not something that's going to be productive longevity. Um, and you know, it's kind of difficult when a lot of people, especially my age, you know, we heard about the twos and the threes and we are no longer there. We are in the fives. Um, I think I just saw this morning, it was like 5.33, which is really good. Um, historically, that is an amazing interest rate. Um, but, you know, when you've got people comparing it to the twos and threes, they think it's terrible. Um, but, you know, a common saying in the real estate industry is to marry the home and date the rate. And it's so true. You cannot predict, you know, what's going to happen. But if you are financially ready and you're prepared to buy a house, get in the market, get in there, buy a house because, you know, there's nothing better than buying real estate and waiting. Um, you know, yeah, are there going to be ups and downs and ebbs and flows? Um, yes, absolutely. And especially with our market right now, like we are heading towards a recession. Some may say we are in a recession. Um, and I'm not going to, you know, say we're not because we pretty much are. But, <laughs> um, you know, all the data just says right now that home prices are still going to go up. Interest rates, they are kind of on the rise. I've seen some interesting data these last few days um, that they should kind of top off in the five. So in December of 2022, we're looking around the 5.2s, which again is, it's all, you know, a prediction. We never know. Um, they could be, you know, wrong. Who knows? But that's what the data is saying. And, you know, historically, um, a home is, you know, it's a huge asset against inflation. It's your largest asset against inflation. And um, your home, you know, it appreciates. And we're not going to see depreciation this year. We're not supposed to see it really any year coming soon. Um, so, you know, it's been tough. Um, it's been crazy. I think that is why the market went where it did because of those artificially low rates. Who can't afford a house really at a 2% interest rate? You're basically stealing money at that low of an interest rate. Um, so, you know, but now we're in the fives. It's kicked out a lot of buyers, which, you know, is really sad. Um, I know it's, you know, it's really tough for people right now, especially with rentals. Oh my goodness. I've had friends who cannot find places. Um, you know, it's heartbreaking, but and I wish I could change it. I literally told a friend uh, the other day, I said, you know, if I had all the money in the world, I would be a builder and I would build cute as heck little two bed, two bath homes. I want just like a little cottage, you know, that's all that the first time buyer needs most, most of the time. Um, but they're not doing that. <laughs> Do you think people have unrealistic expectations? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Especially, I mean, you know, when you're a first time buyer, You've got to look at a house as a building block. It is a step stone to get you into another house. So as long as you're in that first home for two years, you are good to go. You've got to stay there two years and that is it. After that two year mark, you can move. And I mean, you can move before the two year mark, but you've got to pay the capital gains tax, which nobody wants to pay. Um, so that is not my advice. Do not move before two years. <laughs> you don't want to pay that. Um, but you know, I think that 
just with, you know, all these shows that we've got in social media and, you know, all the stuff, Pinterest and, you know, everybody's got unrealistic expectations. And, you know, I'm even in that because, you know, I look at all these houses all day long and I'm like, oh my goodness, the pretty white and the wood beams and the The gorgeous shaker cabinets. Yeah. yeah, And the, oh my goodness, the quartz countertops and, oh my gosh, look at this faucet and the light fixtures and all these things. But, you know, realistically, you've got to um, think of ways to increase the value of your home. So let's say you get into a home and it's not, you know, the perfect, you know, house. A, it's a building block to your next home. And B, you know, the fun of a home is making it yours. So, you know, throw up an accent wall. That's super cheap, super easy to do. Um, You know, paint. Paint can really, really lift and increase what a home looks like. I mean, slap some white paint on the walls or whatever, you know, paint color it might be. It can change the whole room. Same with light fixtures. You know, people, I don't think anybody pays as much attention to light fixtures as I do because a light fixture can change the whole room. Um, I mean, same with furniture, you know, it's just, it's about maximizing your natural light um, and playing off of that. That can make a space look bigger and wider and lighter and brighter. And when we feel like that, we feel more comfortable in our home. And um, anyways, yeah, there's just, you know, there's certain things that you can do to uh, make your home your own. But also you've got to realize that your first home is a building block and a stepping stone to your next one. Um, Such a good point. It's small things that they can do that's not going to break the bank that will make a big impact. Um, What do you think is your biggest mistake? Are you okay for me to ask that? My biggest mistake? Well, is it okay for me to say that I don't really have one? Oh, what? That's awesome. Um, I mean, I don't know. I... I mean, that's like a terrible answer. I don't want no, you, actually, you people actually, to think I don't make mistakes. It's a real answer, though, because at, we so all, far you're still new in the industry, and so far right. you're just trying to do as much as you can to not yeah. have well, a big mistake. I'll, I'll say this. Um, I'm very aware of myself, <laughs> but I will say the number one mistake that I made, and I've touched on this, is my mindset when I first got into the business, just like so many others. You know, you think, oh my goodness, I'm going to be closing homes left and right and everyone's going to use me. And that is not true. Um, You'll find out very, very, very quickly that nobody, nobody trusts you. You've got to, you know, spend that time and, um, you know, build your trust and your value. And no one's just going to hand you the keys to, you know, their largest financial asset to sell or, you know, help them buy if you don't know anything. So um, I, I would say, my yeah my mindset in the beginning it was a very tough obstacle to overcome um so you know this show obviously fearless formulas we talk about a lot about ways that we anybody in a business can get kind of get knocked down and even mentally not just something that's a major event that happened but just mentally get knocked down what do you do to get yourself out of a mindset that is not conducive to building your business I would say, great question. Oh my I goodness. I that you think I have good yes. questions. Oh my this gosh, you've had my the best day. questions. I would say, um, I'm a big, I'm a big podcaster. So I would either go to listen to a podcast or, um, you know, you hear a lot about like journaling and meditating. And I recently just kind of realized how large of an impact that has on your life. Um, I don't know, just kind of being really aware with yourself and 
when you get into a negative thought loop of thinking, you know, I'm not enough or I'm not worthy for this or I don't deserve this or why does, you know, life suck or, you know, (laughs) why this, why that, you know, turn it into what can I, what can I learn from this? What can I do to benefit from this? Um, What can I do today to help myself be better? Um, Kind of, yeah, it's just, it's all about mindset. I mean, really like, your mindset is so important in life. I mean, it is everything. Um, so if you can get like a handle and a grasp on your mindset, um, you know, you'll be okay. I'm going to take that to heart. I can use, <laughs> I can use some adjustments in my mindset. Oh my gosh. We but, all can, well, you know, you know, it's very easy, yeah. I mean, particularly for me to get in my own loop in yeah. my head about yeah. the things I do wrong. But and see like, if why. you stop that loop and you recognize that you're in a loop and you say, you know what? I'm not going to be negative anymore. And you stop yourself right there and you say three positive things or what you're grateful for. Um, you know, that does wonders for your brain and your mind and, you know, or, Oh, I would love to say this (laughs) recently, you know, everyone's walking. Um, but I mean, you know, I've always grown up with my parents who they walk like five or six miles a day, like every day. Um, and so, I mean, just with all these podcasts I listen to, I've just really realized the importance of getting outside in nature, moving your body. It doesn't matter if it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, anything will help. So if I'm like in a really bad mindset and I'm really upset or, you know, I've had a terrible day, um, you know, you get ghosted a lot in real estate and you, you have a lot of people who, um, say that they'll, you know, buy or sell with you and then, you don't hear from them for two weeks and then you see on their Instagram that they bought or sold with another agent. And then you're like, okay, you know, and that hurts. Yeah. Um, so, you know, going for a walk that does wonders for you. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I know there are some endorphins that, yeah. you know, get released and yes. can be helpful. I'll be doing that shortly as well as I get out <laughs> of physical therapy, but no, and I'm looking forward to it because I can tell in my own mind that not, I feel like very out of touch with my body at the moment and how, that uh, affects a lot of the way that I think like this. The first right. thing I think about when I get up in the morning, it's the last thing I think about. What did I do today? Did I do anything physical to try yeah. to get me to connect back again? Cause when right. you get an injury and you're told not to move, it makes it really challenging. Yeah. Um, I didn't I even realize how much that affected my mindset. Yeah. So I really, I value that. And I'm glad that you have that experience even for me to say, uh-huh. yep, I know Carly, Carly said it was good. <laughs> Wait, is it okay if I call you Carly yeah. as opposed to Oh my Carlin? goodness, of course, yes. I didn't really specify. No, um, oh my gosh, I tell everyone, I, I don't listen. If you call me Carly or Carlin, I hear like the first part. And then I'll, yeah, I turn my attention. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> How hard is it to um, have repeat customers? Have you had any yet? What do you do so that, because it's, it's an industry that doesn't, obviously you buy a house and you've got what, seven, eight right. years. What is the average that people keep their homes? I don't even know. Yeah. So it used to be, I want to say like seven, the number, I mean, you ask, you know, 10 different people, you're going to get 10 different responses. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's nine, sometimes it's seven, sometimes it's, you know, lesser than that. Um, the trend usually is a lot of first time buyers will hold their home for two to three years and then sell. But I mean, that doesn't take up a huge or the the larger part of the market. So I'd say about seven years. Um, that's about the average across the United States. And you keep in touch with your yes. clients. It just, yes. For, and also for referrals. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So referrals are super, super important in real estate, or at least if you want to run the business, like I want to run my business. Um, so I'm strictly, you know, word of mouth referrals, sphere of influence. So sphere of influence is, you know, all the people that you know, 
Um, and then, then, of course, you rely on word of mouth and referrals from clients, past clients, friends, anybody who knows you. Um, so I do a lot of, like, I love Popeyes, you know. <laughs> I've got one coming in, uh, like, August or September. It'll be, like, s'mores. Oh. Um, but I love, like, cute little marketing things, sending out, like, little postcards. I just did one with a lottery ticket in it. Um, I had a few different past clients, like, send that to me that they won, like, a dollar or $5 or whatever off the scratch off. That was really cool. But, um, yeah, I heavily rely on that. That's really just how I run my business. Um, a lot of, you know, agents, they pay for leads or, you know, they'll go door knock and they just, you know, do a whole entire community of 90 homes and they go to every single door. That is not me. Um, I know that about myself. And, you know, I want to work with people who know, like, and trust me at the end of the day. Um, so that's where, you know, it's so important for like past clients and things to do that. But for them to do that, they've got to remember you. You've got to keep in contact. You've got to, you know, continue touching them, which is, you know, something that we say in real estate, a touch. Um, it just means, you know, sending something in the mail or doing a pop by or doing a phone call or text or whatever it may be just to say, Hey, you know, I appreciate you. Um, and I hope you're doing well. So yeah. <laughs> I love it because, uh, you know, it's all about relationships. Yeah. Right? So, and that's, that's such a cute way. Like, how do you get your ideas? Like coming up with a, a lottery ticket idea and sending like a little card out. How do you come up with those? Well, I cannot take credit for that. <laughs> it's from a website. So one of my favorite websites, it's called Market Dwellings. Um, cutest marketing, like mailers and cards and all of this stuff. Um, but I kind of knew as soon as I got in the business that this is kind of how I wanted to set my business up. Very, like you said, relationship. Um, it's so focused on relationships. Um, so that's, yeah, that's really how I do that. Now, I mean, it does come down to my idea with how I want to utilize the card. Um, like I didn't have to put, I guess, a lottery ticket in there, but I did. Yeah, I could put a gift card in there. I could do whatever I want. Um, but yeah, I cannot take credit, unfortunately, because it's just an easy fix. If I were to spend time creating all of that stuff, oh my goodness, I would spend hours. I'm such a perfectionist. So, I mean, it's hard enough to create like, anything on my Instagram, if I had to create that, oh my gosh, <laughs> I would never get it done. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, and there's so many different ways. Everything's so visual. Yes. Everything's so visual. So there's so many different ways to market that. Right. Like, like I haven't even begun to think about it. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I guess I'll just show I know. up and hope it's it works. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, and you know, when you're getting started in anything, there's going to be a learning curve. You're going to, you're going to, you know, figure out what works best for you, what you like, what you don't like. Um, what you want people to think of when they think of you. So like, you know, I wear a lot of pink. I always usually have a pink water <laughs> cup with me. I have like a pink laptop, pink, you know, I literally half my closet is pink. Color, yes, I mean, color. I love pink. But, you know, it's funny because a lot of people know that about me and will like send me random like pink things. <laughs> so Cute. I tend to like kind of utilize that sometimes in marketing. Um, I'm very girly, you know, I love that. I just love like cute stuff. <laughs> well, what do you think is a common misconception about what it's like to be you in this industry? Um, that it's easy, I would say. Yes. So anyone out there that's listening that 
is feeling defeated in some way or feels like there's something wrong with them because they're not succeeding super hard like they thought, what would your advice be to them? My advice would be to, that's a great question. Um, I mean, I know I keep harping on this, but just coming back to mindset, I mean, you get your mindset right, you will get your life right. Um, And I firmly believe that. And, you know, if there is one thing that you can do positive for yourself every day, do it. Um, I mean, it can be as small as just smiling at yourself in the mirror. I don't know. I just heard that on a podcast. (laughs) So I just regurgitated it to you. But it's your um, idea. It's your idea. Yeah. She's like the number one. uh, It was like Coldwell Bankers um, president or whatever. I guess her name was Betty Graham. And oh my gosh, cute as a button. She, I just listened to an interview with her and that's what she does every morning. She um, goes to her mirror and she smiles at herself and she says, that's the nicest thing that you can do for yourself. And it starts your day off, you know, well, and if you start your day on a positive note, you will have a positive day most likely. Um, that's so sweet because it's yeah. free. Yes. <laughs> it's easy. And you could do it yourself. Yes, exactly. But yeah, Probably I mean, don't even know how much that would impact someone's yeah. just mindset. And, and Right. And I, and it's even like, you know, goes back to, I don't know if you've heard this a lot, but again, I'm constantly listening to podcasts and, you know, what I'm am attracted to in podcasts is everything about mindset and, you know, business and wisdom and just aligning yourself mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. I mean, you know, you've got to be in such alignment to carry on. I feel like just like a happy, positive life. And I mean, I'm not there yet. I'm still on my little journey here with it. Um, but I just find it so interesting and intriguing that, you know, everything that you do in your day, um, you know, those little minuscule tasks or, you know, the way that you talk to yourself, they all build up. So if you're not, you know, talking to yourself positively, um, you know, in your head, obviously not out loud. Maybe some people talk to themselves out loud. Oh, I do. I berate, I'm like such a berater in my mind. I'm like, you know, the hardest person on me is me. Um, and if you feel that and you connect with that, you know, get out of your brain and just realize that you are awesome. You can do anything that you put your mind to. And it doesn't matter how hard it is. If you have got your mind set on it, you can achieve it. And it doesn't matter if you don't know how you're going to get there because you will get there once you focus. There's this quote that says, um, what you focus on expands. And it is so true. Um, and it's just kind of like the law of attraction. You, What you put out there, you get back, you receive. So, um you know, if you are struggling and you have started like a new career or you're just having, you know, a tough time in life, you know, we all go through those things. Um, really kind of just try to connect with yourself at your core and, you know, just speak kindly to yourself. You know, even if that's one little tiny thing that you do in your day, do it. Read a book, read Atomic Habits, read, you know, we have gotten so far from like reading books. Um, I've been so excited because as of lately, I feel like that's kind of like a trend, I guess, quote unquote, um, is a to read. Yeah. Roses. Like, uh, you know, everyone's reading right now, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, read a book, do something that's good for you. Go out on a walk, um, and connect with yourself. I don't know. I think that's the best advice. And I love that you're actually helping people right now, hopefully out there. That's you're putting out there into the universe. Very positive and hopefully um, practical uh, tips for people who who struggle. I I hope so. (laughs) I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them. If anyone wanted to um, contact you, what would be the best way? 
The best way. Um, I mean, I guess you could connect with me on Instagram. Um, you can find me at your realtor Carlin. Um, Carlin is C A R L Y N. Um, that is my Instagram. If you want to email me, it's that same thing at gmail.com. Um, and we can go from there. Yay. I hope, <laughs> I hope you do get some, some really great business and yeah. I, I appreciate you taking time oh goodness, to course, kind of spread something yeah. positive out there too, and give some people words of encouragement because yeah. I know I can use them and I'm we sure we can all use it. <laughs> everyone out there can too. It's tough. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you having me on. It's been so fun, and uh-huh. you're just such a joy. Oh, so, so are you. Mutual <laughs> admiration. Yes. <society. laughs> well, I want to thank everybody for joining us on Fearless Formula. And again, this is Sharon Klein reminding you that with wisdom and understanding, we can all have our own Fearless Formula. Have a great day. Yeah.